Football is back in this Raven season. There are huge prizes to be won at Safeway. Enter Safeway's Flock In and Win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or autographed Ravens merchandise. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at SafewayFlockInAndWin.com. Safeway makes sure Ravens fans have all of their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Safeway, the official supermarket of the Baltimore Ravens. Jeep Adventure Days is going on now. Hurry in for great deals on a great selection of Jeep brand vehicles. Well-qualified Lessiesdale low mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe for $4.19 a month for 27 months with $5,599 due assignment. Tax title, license extra, no security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution and lease through Chrysler Capital. Extra charge for miles over $22,500. Includes $7,500 EV cap cost reduction. Not all customers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 10 Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. It's another glorious day here in the United States of America. I want to give a big shout out to all my friends around the world and to all of my amazing special guests. Guys, we've reached an incredible milestone recently with over 250,000 downloads of Adventures in the Spirit podcast. For some reason, podcasting can't track plays, but they could count downloads. So guys, this is amazing. It's been in over 150, 170 different countries. Some of the names I can't pronounce, but I bless everybody's listening in in Jesus' name. I want to encourage you guys to, if you want to learn how to hear God's voice, if you want to learn how to prophesy, I have a free resource available for you that's in the podcast description. It's a five-day prophetic activation so that you could hear God and you can prophesy for his glory as you draw near to the incredible Holy Spirit. So that free resource is available in the description while if you're viewing this or if you're listening into this. So it's the five-day prophetic activation. And uh, we've had some incredible testimonies from people who start prophesying over their baristas, over their relatives, and just seeing incredible results. But guys, I'm excited for today's episode as I'm bringing back Prophet John Natale, Uh, We had such an incredible conversation just a few weeks ago. I pushed that into the, you know, I I moved some things and I I was like, that conversation was so important for the direction that we find ourselves in and for the direction God wants to take us to. And John had a prophetic word the other day about how to overcome sin, sickness, and disease. And I know that that's what he's wanting to talk about today. I want to introduce him. If you haven't listened to that previous conversation with John before, I'd encourage you to download that now. But he travels extensively throughout the United States. He provides leadership and prophetic direction through social media and through churches, and he prophesies over regions, he prophesies over the government. He's here to restore, encourage, and inspire people. And guys, he's just an incredible man of God. So please help me welcome Prophet John Natale to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, John. It's always a pleasure to be with you, sir. John, you and I were on a conversation. We've been in conversation recently, texting back and forth. I know that God has led you in numerous directions as you continue to expand his kingdom Mm. and to prophesy over people and over regions and things. But you had this very important prophetic word that is burdened on your heart. It's on your website right now. You posted it just a few days ago and you're like, Jared, this is what I want to talk about. So 
let's just jump into that that prophetic word and, and then we'll see what the holy spirit takes this well awesome man i mean i released that word but i think it was uh monday you know there's a lot of things that have taken place in the in the charismatic circuit regarding ministries and individuals that have lost their lives you know there's we've seen a lot of people in the ministry lose their lives prematurely and in the prophetic circles that i've been connected to significantly and directly like the likes of kim command john paul jackson major prophetic voices in the nation major um, kim Clement was one of the probably the strongest prophetic voice on a governmental level that i've ever seen heard and witnessed and he lost his life at the age of 60 um, several years ago and john paul jackson at pretty much the same age a few years ago i think just maybe 11 months after him that maybe even earlier and i see the enemy taking out these specific people in the prophetic, um, even to the book where, you know, if you've ever read the book, God's Generals, regarding it, specific people that have lost their lives prematurely and sickness and disease. And I've spoken with a lot of people. I've sat at round tables with regarding people regarding sickness and disease. And it really, really brings to, to the attention in my heart that I see a lot of people just accepting it and just it's a part of life it's a protocol of life that we should just accept and that's not in the bible it's not in the bible uh, the lord never told us and prom he never promised us sickness and disease you can't find it in the bible it's not in the bible the bible you know, the word of god also says that you know it's appointed unto man once to die but it doesn't say how you're supposed to die you know, the Lord spoke to me many, many, many years ago when I was just, you know, 19 years old when I lost my mom and being raised in alcoholism, drugs, abuse, sickness, disease, poverty, the whole thing. And seeing all this junk and seeing my mom, who is a, a wonderful, godly woman, a praying woman, lose her life at 53 years old in front of me when I was 19 and in seven months, she just shrunk down to nothing and ended her life on a horrific note and i remember very clearly you know what she said to me and why the lord was taking her home it made a dramatic impact on my life and then i got the revelation because the lord spoke to me and said johnny goes you can close the door to this you can close the door to this right now when you get a revelation of sickness and disease of you know it's not for me obviously right jared it's not for me it's from the enemy you know, sickness and disease is not an attribute of the kingdom of heaven. So I cannot accept it. So as an individual, there's things that you can close the door to. Yeah, we all have our stuff, right? We all have our things. We all have our weak points. We're not superheroes. There's always an, a place where in the, in the, in the chain link, you know, there's, there's one that might be a little bit more rusty and a little bit more weaker. And the enemy focuses on that. And throughout my life, I've never had to deal with physical affliction, my wife, and my kids, because I made a choice at 19 years old when the Lord spoke to me and says, John, you have the authority to take authority over this. And, it'll and he said to me, it's never going to affect your bloodline because you're going to I'm going to show you and give you the revelation of what you just experienced and what you experienced in your entire childhood. And when you get a hold of this, you're going to you're going to basically tell the enemy this is one area in your life that you do not have access to. You can hear God's voice and prophesy 
every person with the Spirit of God living in them can be used by God for entry-level prophecy. Entry-level prophecy is the starting point of an incredible adventure in hearing God's voice and prophesying. Prophecy encourages, comforts, and edifies people. And our heart is to equip and educate you to hear God and prophesy, walking it out as a lifestyle. And that's why we created Entry-Level Prophecy eCourse on CharismaCourses.com. Through this powerful e-course, you will be equipped to hear God and to prophesy. You will gain the necessary biblical understanding needed to take a step of faith and speak what you hear God saying to see people encouraged, comforted, and edified. In this course, you'll learn about the fruit of the Spirit, the character traits of God, how to receive and deliver a prophecy, how to judge a prophecy, and what foundation you need to prophesy, and what heart motivations are necessary to prophesy. When you enroll in this e-course, you'll also have access to bonus materials and our live coaching sessions. Go to charismacourses.com to purchase entry-level prophecy and learn how to hear God's voice and prophesy. Amen. Yeah, the enemy does not have access. By the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. I believe in divine healing, but I also believe in divine health. For me, I've had weight fluctuations over the years and different things, but even recently, I just had an amazing breakthrough, and Mm -hmm. and that's through the power of prayer, through seeing what the scripture has to say about these things. And for us, I mean, we know that the devil is the author of sickness, of disease. You know, but we could, you know, what can we do to start moving into, maybe I'll use that word again, I guess, um, divine life or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how, how do we start walking into that? I mean, you already mentioned we don't accept what the enemy has done, but what else can we do and to walk out, you know, the ultimate dominion mandate that he's given us? Well, you know, one of the things that I'm just pulling up a couple of scriptures, one of the things that the Lord spoke to me about when I was just a young lad <laughs> was this, and I've said this so many times throughout all my years, like at this, like, just a cliche, the enemy only has access for authorities given. Meaning that, remember somebody, if you go all the way back to the book of Job, Garrett, the enemy went to the Lord and asked him, can I shake, can I touch this man? And what did the Lord say? Remember what the Lord said first, before even the enemy spoke, what did, what did, what did Jesus say? Have you considered my servant? Uh-huh. See, the Lord already knew. He already knew, because remember, so the enemy's not all-knowing. Jesus is all-knowing. The Lord already knew that the enemy was going to try to sift Job. Come on, God, sift Job simply because everywhere around in Job's camp, if you read the entire book of Job, everywhere in Job's camp, people started getting sick. So what did the enemy do? I can't affect you because you've got the door closed right now. So I'm going to affect everyone else around you. And then maybe I can get in your mind by affecting someone else. So what does he do? He affects other people. The enemy goes to the Lord and says, can you, uh, you know, can I afflict this man? Because there's a door. Remember, the enemy only has access. He has to ask permission. Come on, God. He has to ask permission to affect you. He does not have authority to automatically just affect Jared. Why? Because you're covered by the blood, aren't you? That's right. And if the Holy, come on, God. If the Holy Spirit is in you, right? What does the enemy see? He sees Jesus. He sees Jesus. So he can't just touch you because he sees Jesus. So if he sees Jesus, if he can just touch you and he sees Holy Spirit all over you, there's something wrong there. But when there's an access point, 
Okay, that's why I said access is only you know authority is only given when when you know when there. I mean, access is only given when authority has been granted. Meaning that Job all of a sudden started getting fearful. The enemy was able to get into his mind because around of his friends, right? So what did Job say? What I feared the most came upon me. So the enemy was able to affect his friends with sickness and disease. And even though Job was so strong at that point, he started seeing other people get affected. So now all of a sudden the enemy got into his mind, right? Mm -hmm. That's where the enemy, where does the enemy spend most of his time going after? Right? The eye gates and the ear gates. So once he gets into here, once he gets into the heart, because the heart is where you settle it. Job says, what I feared the most has came upon me. But the enemy has to ask permission. But what did the Lord say to him? Come on, God. And if you hear me say, come on, God, over and over again, it's because I hear the Holy Spirit speaking to me and I'm just responding. It's the anointing, yeah. The anointing. That. Okay. And so many people critique me on that. They're like, you're telling God to come. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. This is just me and him dialoguing. So what did the Lord say to him, to the enemy? He goes, you can touch him, but you can't what? You can't kill him. Right, right. Because you don't have authority to kill. You don't have the authority because, come on, God, only I have authority to give life and what? To take it away. So if you, mm, come on, if you, if you carry any of those attributes, if you can kill, that means you carry the same attribute that I do. And if the enemy carries this, any attributes that are the same of Jesus, the Bible's now disqualified. Come on, God. Totally disqualified. He can't carry any attributes. That's why he doesn't have the authority to kill. But so sickness is not from God. It's from the enemy. So the enemy throws sickness on an individual that has opened up a door to it. Because what and what is the what is the, what are the what are the, the gates that open the doors to all these things, fear, worry, doubt, but fear is the greatest thing. Manipulation. What did the enemy do in 2020? What did he do in the nation? Open up Pandora's box. And he brought an entire plethora of fear. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm going to get sick. I worked for a police department during the entire COVID, never got sick. Hello. All right. And the point of the matter is, it's because you've closed the door to it. Fear opens up a plethora of stuff. And once you carry that fear, and where does fear come in? Eye gates or ear gates? With Job, it came in with the eye gates. With what took place in 2020 in the nation, it was the ear gates. Because people were listening to a lie. And then all of a sudden, people buy the lie. And then all of a sudden, guess what? Once you carry fear, the enemy says to the Lord, guess what? I'm just going to use uh, Michael as an example. Okay, the enemy goes to the Lord and says, Michael fears sickness, fears COVID, fears this. I have legal access because he fears. Fear is not from you, Lord. The fear is from me. And I've now set a hook inside. And he is in a come on, God. And he's agreed with me because what the power of agreement, right? When you carry a fear and you carry a resolve and you say, I fear that, that means now you have now yoked with the enemy and agreed with him. And now he has legal access because he goes before the Lord and says, I have legal right to affect them in that area because they've agreed with me. And the Lord says, yes, you have the right, but you can't kill him. 
So what happens is you see all these things that take place, Jared, and you see all these people that come down. All of a sudden, people come down with a sickness and disease. So when did the rules change from Genesis to Revelation? When did the rules change that say that my people who are called by my name, right, shall carry the same exact things as the people of this world, and they shall die just like the people of this world? It doesn't say that. The world, the, the word of God says this, you're in it, but you're not of it. Meaning, what does the word of God say? You're a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, and what? A peculiar people. Meaning, and if you go all the way back to the Greek and Hebrew, it means that you stand apart from the, you're different. Different doesn't mean because I know Jesus as my savior. It's different that I don't carry the same lifestyle. I don't carry the same dependency. I don't carry anything like you. And I have, I am protected. I have a spiritual protection over me because I'm covered by the blood of the lamb. So if, um, but so if you're covered by the blood of the lamb and you're free game to the enemy, doesn't that sound like a father that's not, doesn't care about his kids? I don't need to get my attention from my children to, to allow sickness to get on them. Come on, God. So if this is my dad, who I put all my trust in, who I love, so I'm basically living my life just like the rest of the world, but but I have a future and a, and a heavenly home one day when we finally get there, but at the same time, I'm going to live just like the world and die just like the world? Then, then how am I the peculiar people? Right. How am I different than you? And why would they want what I have if I'm living just like you? There has to be something that's drawn to them that, why do you have this peace? Where can I get this peace? Why in the midst of a pandemic, why is nothing happening to you? Why is this? Why is that? And people will settle and say, okay, it's it's a part of life. But you see, my narrative is from Genesis to Revelation, tell me where Jesus says that we're going to live just like the world. But it doesn't. So when I was raised in the alcoholism, the drugs, the abuse, the, the I was suicidal. I saw my mother die in front of me when I was 19. I got the revelation. I heard the Lord speak that in you, when you get a hold of this and you and the, the door is closed, the door is closed, you're going to get such a revelation that it's not going to affect. This is what the Holy Spirit spoke to me. It's not going to affect your bloodline moving forward. Amen. Yeah, I love that. You know, and we, I, we need to recognize. 35 I, years later, here we are. Yes, sir. We need to recognize who we are and whose we are. Our identity in Jesus. As you're talking, I'm reminded of the psalm. I don't know the specific psalm. I know it's in the book of Psalms. But the psalmist said that those Israelites who are wand- the Hebrews wandering in the desert, That's right? They didn't suffer. They they they're they're closed in a mold. There were no holes right. in the shoes. They didn't have to replace those things. So this is right. a, a revelation. As you're talking, they're I'm just crazy. like. I'm like, wow, agreeing with the word of God, showing this is a Come peculiar on, people, a royal priesthood. We can walk in divine healing, divine health. Of you know, course. I don't even know what other vocabulary terms, but it, we need to have the revelation of Jesus in us. Yes. So I want to encourage people watching and listening, have a revelation of who you are and whose you are in Jesus. You know, you, we, we, we spend a lot of time always pursuing God, pursuing God, pursuing God, and we don't spend enough of time understanding. The Lord wants us to understand, actually even have a revelation of hell, meaning that how real it is and what the enemy's plan is. The enemy's plan is what? To kill, steal, and destroy, right? 
right? But rejoice, you know, but but I've come to give you life and give you an abundance. Meaning that I'm not saying that you're never gonna have a hardship. Hey, listen, throughout th almost 35 years of marriage and six kids, was there is scenarios in my life where we had hardships and we had struggles? You better believe there was. Were there times when we struggled financially? Yes, there was. You know, that was also that I had to overcome as well because that was, you know, I was living under a, a curse from my family, my, my parents and their parents, my father's side of a generational curse of my father who filed bankruptcy twice. And it passed in when I was, you know, when I was married and had a few kids down the road, you could feel that on you, that the enemy, I had to overcome that. And you can feel it just coming down the staircase and coming into my family. And I had to learn from it and I had to grow from it and I had to overcome it and I had to take authority over it. But you could feel it coming on, but I had not taken authority over it years ago. So the enemy had access and, and tested me and my wife and my family, uh -huh. tested us where we had to remain faithful and strong. And even in the times when there was dark days where I, we never told anyone that we were struggling, you know, never, never asked for a handout, never asked for, can you get out of jail free card? We had to persevere and work our way through it. And it wasn't easy, but we did. And there were times when there was no food in the cupboards and, you know, the Lord still sustained us, but there was never an abundance ever. And there were times when we didn't even know where the next seed was coming in or whatever, because in ministry, you're just trusting God. And the, and the enemy tried to make you feel like you're doing something wrong, like you're doing something wrong. But I wasn't doing anything wrong. It was the Lord wanted me to understand and he allowed me to go through something. Because I hadn't taken a fully authority, authority, you know, authority over it. So the Lord allowed it. But he told the enemy, you're not going to break this young man. You're not going to crush him. Because the Lord already knows. He already knows the answer. But here's the thing. The Lord says you can't kill him. But guess what, Jared? I can make that choice. The Lord gives you a free will. I could have made that choice to throw in the towel. Because, you know, the enemy doesn't do it. The, the decision is yours. You know, the Lord's, the most amazing thing about Jesus is that he gives us a free will. I was suicidal twice when I was 19. I was already in youth ministry, twice. You know, so the enemy was speaking lies into my ear. You have no value. You have no self-worth. You have nothing. You have nothing to live for. He's not killing me. I have to make the choice. Just like I had to make the choice to marry my wife. The Lord's not just going to put a ring on her finger and give it to me. I have to make the choice. I have to make the choice to be a good husband. I have to make the choice to be a good father. I got to make the choice to, to stay in a marriage for 35 years, right? Every day in the midst of stuff. So he gives you a free will. But when you get the revelation that you're in it for the long haul and that the enemy is not going to come in and take anything, he's not, he doesn't, he's not allowed to have that in your life. He's not allowed to set that hook in. And you saw that in that throughout the years of, like I said, all these years of being married. One of the things that I that I experienced and understood the most is authority. And you can go, you know, in the um, I'm going to bring you into. Let's see. Where is it? I just had a, I had a really awesome scripture. I wanted to bring it to your attention. You know, even John 16, 33, you know, says these things I've spoken unto you that in me you might have in peace in this world, you'll be in trouble, tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Lord already tell, telling you 
that you're already going to win, right? You've already you've already won. Be of good cheer. In this world, rejoice. You know, for I have you've overcome the world. Um, then we talk about this right here. Um, Jesus heals the centurion's servant, right? The centurion servant. What does Jesus say to him? You know, the servant comes up to him and says, "You know what? Um, we need a healing." You know, Luke seven one through ten. And what does Jesus say? You know, um, I can come basically. I can come back to you in today's English and come back to your house. And what does the centurion say? This is a man of authority in the military, and you'd like that. I like that too in the military. Um, you don't need. You don't need to come back to my home, because I'm a man of authority. You say it's done. When I, when you know when I tell somebody to do something, you do it. When I tell them to go, they go. When I tell them to stay, they stay. And all you've got to do, Jesus, is just say the word, and I trust you, because I understand He understood His authority. Now this is a soldier, this is an officer, not he wasn't a board member in your local charismatic church. This is a soldier in the military saying, "I got you." He understood authority, and what does Jesus say? This is crazy. I have not seen greater faith in all of Israel. He just raped, he just exhorted a man in the military saying that this guy's got crazy faith, but it didn't mean that he's got more faith in me and more faith in this and more faith in that. What he meant was this guy gets authority. Yeah. And he understands authority and he understands that that the word that you release out of your mouth I can trust. And I don't need you back in my house because if I need you to come, then then I then I have to have you like I need I need you to show me that you can really do it. You need to prove to me that you can really do it. That same authority we carry. That's right. So this guy carries an, an authority and a revelation that if you just say the words, my servant's going to be healed. Just say it. Well, guess what, Jared? From Genesis to Revelation, those words have already been spoken 2000 years ago regarding our lives and we carry that same authority that's right so the question is today why are we as ministries and why is we we as men and women of god why are we all of a sudden settling and saying sickness and disease is okay and you know this was god's will and it's okay first of all it wasn't god's will because if you tell me that sickness on your life is god's will can you imagine if someone ever heard you say that about your own kids? Hey, I'm going to allow sickness to go on my kids so I can so they can get to the promised land. They would say to you, you are an abusive father 101. Right. And we're calling DIFAS on you or, or social services. We don't need to put Jesus doesn't need to put sickness on us to get our attention. So if there's sickness on us, is there not a door open in your life? that you've allowed the enemy to come in. And if he has come in and afflicted you with it, don't you have the authority to get rid of it? That's right. Amen. So if, if it doesn't leave, so if I'm praying against it and you're praying against it and it's not leaving, then the enemy is saying, for, well, there's, you, there's, there isn't an authority that you're operating in that's causing me to leave because the Bible says resist the enemy and he'll flee. So if sickness is of the enemy and you're carrying it and it's not leaving, there's a reason why the enemy isn't leaving is because he still has legal access. 
So you got to get the revelation of what has been opened so you can close the door. Well, let's do that now, John. In the last couple of minutes that we have, uh, can you lead us in a prayer for people to receive that revelation, close doors, and then jump into who they are, whose they are as a son of God, as a daughter of God, walking in what Christ has created them to be? Absolutely. Father, we just give you so much praise and we give you so much glory right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for the, 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 the presence, God. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for divine interruption right now. Holy Spirit, move upon us, Lord, as you moved upon that, that Roman soldier, God. Luke 7, 1 through 10, God, as you just moved mightily, and this man got the revelation. I pray right, in that, right now, God, that every individual that's listening, every individual that's watching, God, every individual that's suffering or dealing with any type of ad, you know, adversity, God, in their life, whether it's physical, financial, emotional, psychologically, God, that, Lord, they'd get the revelation of the very things that they need to do, Lord, and close the door, God. Close the door like, like Father, like that day, God, when Job closed the door and it finally leave, God. I just speak, Father, right now, wisdom, revelation, and discernment, God. For the areas in their life where there might be a weak link, we speak forth right now. Holy Spirit interruption, Holy Spirit invasion, and just move mightily that their ear gates and eye gates would be open right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, John, while you were praying, the Lord was showing me a wheat field mm -hmm. and uh, I, I had a sickle and I was harvesting the wheat, but I was also taking black flasks out, if you will. I'm, I mean, I'm not a farmer or anything, but, I'm, right. I, you know, it reminded me of the scripture that that Jesus separates the wheat from the chaff that there's. Chaff. And, and so as we harvest, we take these things away and then. Uh, as there's a harvest, people start being bundled together into who they are in Jesus Christ. So I hope that encourages people out there. But John, yeah. what is the best way for people to get a hold of you? Hold well, of you can reach us on our, our website, which is johnnatale.wordpress.com or all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Truth Social. Our screen name is Real John Natale on all these social media platforms. You can reach out to us. Connect. But remember one thing. Here's a biggie for you, Jared. Here's a biggie. And I want everyone to get this. The enemy in the midst of your storm will try to use the most closest people around you sometimes to discourage you. I'm not talking about the lost. I'm talking about God-fearing people. Job's wife said to him, curse God and die. She's a believer. Curse God. She actually started giving up on God. Because And she told him to curse God. Can you imagine if your own wife, who loves the Lord, tells you, just curse God because she looked at like, this guy, there must be something wrong with this life. You just, in your life, you got to just give up. Even the enemy will even use people around you to cause you to make the wrong decision. So at the end of the day, when you're going through your stuff, it's not about what Joe John Doe says, or Pastor Billy, or whatever, or the person that speaks in your life, you got to get the revelation. So because Job became completely uncodependent with everybody and dependent on him, on the word of God and, and, and his father, that I'm going to get through this because I know you. And I know this doesn't end this way because I know you didn't call me to end this way. And I don't care what anybody says around me. It doesn't end this way. Because this is not what you called me to be, and you called, and this was not my destiny. So I'm just going to hold on, and I'm going to believe. And when it's time to kick the enemy's butt, 
and to break him, it's going to come suddenly. And then everyone's going to get an understanding that everyone can live this lifestyle and everyone can carry the same authority. Amen. Everyone can live this lifestyle, the Jesus lifestyle, the lifestyle of signs, wonders, healings, miracles, yes, God. divine health, divine healing, you name it, guys. Right. Gain this revelation while listening in. Check out Real John Natale on all podcast, or not podcast platforms, says me, <laughs> but on social media, True Social, all those places, guys. Don't forget to subscribe to Adventures in the Spirit on all podcast platforms. John, it was an honor and a pleasure, brother. It's always, Jared, it always is. You're a blessing, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation in Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. Football is back, and this Raven season, there are huge prizes to be won at Safeway. Enter Safeway's Flock In and Win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or autographed Ravens merchandise. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at SafewayFlockInAndWin.com. Safeway makes sure Ravens fans have all of their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Safeway, the official supermarket of the Baltimore Ravens.